My friends, welcome back. Welcome back to Office Flip Flops Podcast. My name is Francesca Zempaglione, and I am so grateful that you're here today. So here's the thing, my friends, networking. What does that mean? Well, quite frankly, when we break it down, it's just knowing how to introduce yourself to someone who doesn't know you, right? So whether you are in business for yourself or business for someone else, maybe you're in a professional development role, it doesn't matter. We always have the opportunity to present who we are. And there's that term called the elevator pitch, right? You know, if you were in an elevator with someone, could you do it within 30 seconds? My guest today, Liz Finlay, and I talk about this. We talk about how she leaned into her confident self and practiced and listened to what other people did. And you will hear all kinds of great tips. We step into how she created her brand and how she feels so much better about it and how she made herself memorable. Now let's tune in. My friends, I have such an incredible guest with me today. Liz, please introduce your beautiful self to the audience. Hello, everyone. I'm Liz Finlay, and I do multifaceted healing for people and animals. Mm, so such great stuff, such great juicy stuff. Liz, and you are Zooming with us from the UK. So thank you so much for um, aligning our time zones today. I feel so fortunate, A, to know you and B, to have you on the show. So as we were conversing in the green room, aligning our content, you have such great tips on confidence. You know, we were talking about networking. We were talking about building our businesses respectively. And you had some great tips and things that have you that you've used and that have helped you. Would you mind like sharing your tips with the audience today? Yes. So when I started my business back in 2016, I'd left the corporate world. I worked in property and I was told about business networking. So I thought, let me go ahead and this would be a way to get my business out there. Somebody gave me the tip actually to bridge the world between corporate and woo-woo and to go to these business networking meetings dressed up in, you know, the office clothes that I wore to go to the, you know, the estate agency uh-huh. when I did property management. And so I did this and, um, you know, I, I really enjoyed the business networking, a family formed there. And I got to really refine how I speak about my business because I'll be honest with you, you know, the the first few times I went uh, when, when they say you've got to do your elevator pitch, uh, it's a bit daunting. I didn't know what to say. Right. And, you know, it's one thing talking about healing with other healers or, you know, people who have experienced it before. But when you're talking to some people who've maybe never heard of Reiki or energy healing or have never even heard that you can do it with animals, um, I was seeing a lot of glazed over faces. Sure. And so I just said to myself, you know, next time I'll do better. And I started looking around within the meetings. Whose elevator pitch piqued my interest the most? Who was the most memorable? What is their format? And I picked up a sort of um, a format from the regulars. And what I noticed, those people who'd been going for years, they tended to start off with their name. Mm. They were quite brief and succinct. They got to the point of what they do, who they're looking for, and then they end off with their name. 
and not necessarily always you know first name surname and business name because that is a lot of information for people to remember especially when you're going around a table of like you know maybe 15 to 20 people right and um so I started adapting what I say according to this format that I witnessed. And I mean, some of these people, they've got their 60 seconds down, you know, they've <laughs> practiced. Sure. And I noticed that this was working for me and I was becoming a bit more memorable mm. and also being able to speak with more confidence about my business and what I do. So someone said, if you're in an elevator with someone and you need to tell them what you do before they get off at their floor. What are you going to say? Right. And so, so I, I got a little pitch that I could say in a small space of time to really get the gist of it across. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a great story. And it's something Liz, thank you for sharing that we can all use, right? Because, and it's not just the in-person, but a lot of the virtual networking that's happening today as yes. we introduce ourselves into new groups and yes, there's a level of confidence that comes from that. You know, you shared a really neat story a few minutes ago prior to us recording about high school. Let's let's put that um, story in here real quick, because I think it's really important to know that practice, practice is important in, in getting that confidence in, in ourselves. So in high school, I was not a huge fan of homework, and I was very fortunate that I, I could just get by on, on the bare basics. So I remember every speech that we had to write and then say in class, I would never prepare like my friends at school. I would just throw something together last minute, a, a few ideas, and I would just stand up and, and say it. Mm. And I did okay. But there was one teacher who spotted this. And after the one speech that I had to deliver, she called me aside and said, right, you on the impromptu public speaking team. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I was not into these teams, the debating team, the public speaking team and all of this. You know, I, I just wanted to to get by, um, you know, without too much extracurricular, whatever. Right. But you know what? It it was really great because what I value now is that she noticed a talent in me. And instead of coming down on me like, you've not done your homework, you've not prepared the speech, she was she was like, right, we're gonna use your talent and you're on the impromptu public speaking team. So, but even though I had that, I must say, going to these networking groups, there was a bit of nerves. I'd I'd never been before. I didn't know right. what to really say. Um, but again, the key for me was look at other people, look what works with them and what is what I remember about them and right. implement that with mine and just keep tweaking and crafting my own little spiel. Yeah, right. Thank you so much because essentially that's what it is. Listening, learning, applying, listening, and you just continue to do that. And you run a business networking group of, of your own and you, you, sh you have shared these tips with us. And I think it's so brilliant because... I, I need to continue to tweak and I know others in my life need to. So I, that's why I brought you here because you have so many great, um, you have such a great outlook, number one, and number two, great tips that we can all use because Thank you. at some point, <laughs> you're welcome. At some point or another, we, we have to introduce ourselves. If it's not in a networking venue where perhaps at a family gathering or you, you meet new people, you still want to have, make yourself memorable. Right. And I love that you share that it is that, 
you know, so they remember you and what you do, right? The and other- one of the key things, yeah. <laughs> sorry, one of the key things that I Please. do to be memorable is the clothing. Now, I started off by saying that somebody said I should bring bridge the gap between woo-woo and corporate. Mm. So I was wearing my, you know, my nice office dresses and and whatever. I started seeing a disconnect that when I arrive at people's homes to work on either them or their animals, because back then I did in person, now I only do online. There was a disconnect and I could see they, they were used to seeing, you know, the smart lady um, from the networking and then somebody rocks up in, in jeans and a branded polo shirt, (laughs) but I needed to wear that clothing, especially working with animals because I'd be on the floor with the dogs or the cats or, you know, and so it was practical. So I would be neat, you know, branded purple polo shirt. And I made the decision to start wearing these to the networking. I did check with one of the group leaders. I said, is this appropriate? And they mm. said, yes, of course, you know, this is your uniform. And, you know, it worked for me way better. I was so memorable because right across the back in huge white letters on my purple polo shirt was my website. On the front, again, it's got my website and my website is my name. Right. And so not only are people getting the audio when I say my elevator pitch of my name, but they're getting the visual throughout the meeting that I would go to a meeting and I'd have somebody who came to maybe three meetings before and missed a few and they come and say, hi, Liz. And I don't have a clue who they are, but they clearly know me. Right. And this being memorable has really, you know, even though I haven't been to that group for a few years, you know, I I moved away from the area, I went online, I have people that I met maybe four years ago, still referring business because I've stayed in their mind, the purple purple polo shirt, you know. Right, right. I love it. Right. You've established your brand and it aligns with what you do, right? There's a level of comfort that I'm understanding from what you're saying, Liz, that you get from wearing that shirt. It aligns with the work that you do. So I would sense and venture to guess actually that there's an established level of trust too, because look at Liz, she's wearing that shirt and now she's sitting down. There's just an automatic level of trust that is happening there aside from them recognizing you for your brand, right? And consistency. Mm, and consistency. That is, is important. It's kind of, we ignore that, right? Because you, we never usually wear the same things, but you're like, this is who I am. It's kind of like, you know, the service people who deliver our mail or, you know, overnight packages or in certain businesses, they have uniforms so we can yeah. recognize them and feel safe and trust them and that's exactly what you've done with you and your brand and what you're wearing and I and I applaud you for that because I think that's really all that we need is to tap into that right yeah and where it's appropriate and where it's appropriate exactly and you even asked is it okay if I wear this so maybe you know someone for someone who's listening to this it's understanding the dress code venue, right? First and foremost. And then, okay, you, you took a step back and said, okay, I'm going to make this work. This is going to work for, for my business. I love that so very, very much. I love that. Thank you for sharing. So if we had an, one more tip that we could share with the audience about networking and you you admitted, you know, I had some nerves in the beginning. What are some things that can help us step into that confidence, Liz, as you have? So I now run an online business networking um, for Starseeds and Lightworkers. Uh-huh. It's myself and Steve Nobel who run these monthly. And um, 
I shared some tips there. I actually put together a, a video uh, that's sent with uh, for everyone booking. And what I found in these traditional business networking and for us is people don't mind if you read your elevator pitch. Mm. If that is what's going to give you confidence, write it out beforehand and read it. At least it will get across rather than you going, um, uh, I, I forgot what I wanted to say. Um, it comes across way more professional if you even just have it written and you will gain that confidence because it's consistency. Yep. You keep showing up, you keep going, you're going to build that confidence and you, you're working on a skill and you're not going to just get it first time and you're not going to be memorable first time. I know the first few times I wasn't memorable. It was consistently showing up and you then get embraced within that family. Yes. And and that's also when people start remembering you and giving you tips. Yep. Yep. I love that. It is in that video. I've watched it. It is so very helpful. And also you share that if you have a business example that helps you explain your business, that's something that's helped me too, Liz, in that quick elevator pitch. You know, I've helped someone who's had this problem and they can yes. start formulating, right? Let's talk about that for a second and formulating in their minds, the connection with what I do and how I help people. Yeah, I remember years ago, somebody said, um, you know, don't get so caught up on how you do something because people don't actually care. They just want to know how it's going to help them or in my case, them and or their animals. Right. Um, and, you know, those traditional business networkings that I went to uh, when I was living in London, some of those people have never heard of energy healing. They don't know what Reiki is. And so I was wasting my time trying to say, you know, I send energy through my hand. I mean, I sound like a charlatan or, you know, some kind of a, <laughs> right. you know, a, a witch yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, so I found it worked much better to, to give an example. And what I'll do is I'll change it each week so that it wasn't boring for the people who started to know me, who were there each time. So I would give a recent example of a client that I helped, whether human or animal, you know, so I could ah. say, you know, I'm Liz Finlay and I help people and animals with blah, de, blah, de, blah. And just last week, I had a dog who was experiencing this and I helped them through this. Yes. And then they start thinking, oh, my dog is experiencing that or my neighbor's dog is experiencing that. And then they ah. make connections rather than I send energy healing through my hands. <laughs> right, right. And I and I love that. And sometimes that's exactly what we have to do um, with our businesses, regardless of what we do. That, you know, I don't do energy work, but I am a coach and it helps to explain by example. So thank you for sharing that because it's so, so very helpful. So in all of this incredible work that you do, Liz, is there a favorite piece of clothing or accessory that that means something to you like how does it make you feel uh so it's not the purple polo shirt okay sorry <laughs> um, we were so close <laughs> as as you were just saying this now um the, the first thing that popped into my head right now is this top that I've been working on it's a really cheap very colorful top that I bought online it's got a mandala print hmm. and I bought loads of beads and sequins that I've been slowly sewing on and this has been a creative project for me. And so it's, I'd say it's my new latest favorite item because I really needed to bring in some tactile creativity into my life rather mm. than just the online creativity with, you know, my, my meditations and, you know, the social media posts that I do on, on energy and, and how you can use that. So I needed 
to work with my hands just rather than staring at a computer. And so it's a labor of love. It's it's taken forever, but um, it it's at a point where I can wear it now. Yeah. Um, it's a little unfinished to me, but I think the average person wouldn't notice. And I'm just, I'm loving all the, the glitz and the sparkle. And I love that. It's mine. It, it's my work that's gone into that. Yes. What a beautiful, and you're just shining and glowing as you're explaining this top. <laughs> I need to meet this top at some point. We'll set up a separate zoom because it sounds amazing because it's really lighting you up and pretty much the work, this creative journey you're on with this top is just bringing you to you. So I love that story. Thank you so very much, Liz. This has been so incredible. If someone wanted to continue the conversation with you and reach out to you, where's the best place for them to find you? Probably my website, because all other links are there, like to my YouTube channel and events. So if you look at lizfindlay.com and you spell Findlay, F-I-N-D-L-A-Y. Mm, beautiful. Liz, I will put that in the show notes. So all that people have to do is touch it and it will bring them Great. to your beautiful Thank website you. and visit your and see all the beautiful work that you do. But I thank you for your time today. This has just been an absolute pleasure, Liz. Thank you. And thank you, Francesca. Thanks for having me. Mm hmm. Liz is great, isn't she? I love her work. I love how she recreated, reinvented herself, right, from going from corporate to something that she termed woo-woo. Now, some of you might be familiar with that term. It's energy work, right? So whether you're into it or not, she was tasked with how to introduce herself to people so that it would click. So I thought her um, method was something that we could all use, right? The other thing I want to share before I summarize with the top three takeaways is her method in creating a brand and an image for herself truly does work. I want to tell you a story of something that happened to me a few years ago where I introduced myself and I said to the audience, you know, um, by paying attention to your image, you can make 30% more money or something like that, right? So after the networking circle ended and everyone's you know, saying goodbye, someone came up to me and said, you know, Francesca, I think you're wrong. I said, okay, what's that? He goes, well, I don't think it's 30%. I think it's 40%. You know, he was a solopreneur as well. He had his own business. And he explained to me by just changing the color and style of his shirt, he was able to, in one year, increase his revenues by 40%. And what was that? I'm going to let you in a little secret. Don't tell anybody. He He's an exterminator. And he changed his shirt from a plain white t-shirt to a black polo logo wear shirt, right? So when he presented himself to the customer's door, there was an immediate level of trust because he had a brand, he had on a collared shirt, it was a black shirt, so it looked more formal. So he started paying attention to that and people noticed. So what Liz talks about today is truly something that works for all of us. So I hope you take something away from this uh, episode today. And here are my top three takeaways of my discussion with Liz. Number one, if someone makes a memorable impression with you, pay attention. Pay attention to how they introduce themselves and formulate an introduction that does the exact same for you. Number two, 
Be your authentic self with your clothing and wear your brand across the board. So this is what I just mentioned a few moments ago, ago, to create a safe, trusted, and memorable experience, be consistent and align your image with your brand. And number three, write out your elevator pitch beforehand and practice it. Practice it to gain the confidence that you need so there's no hesitation, right? So here's my challenge for you, my friends, between now and next week. Are you creating a memorable experience when people first meet you? And if not, create something that will knock their socks off so that they mimic you in their approach. Okay, my friends, have an incredible week. Thank you for today. Thank you for spending time with me. And I'll see you next time. And that's our show. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed it, please take a second right now and subscribe and share this with your friends too. And while you're there, leave a review with your biggest takeaway today. We come out with a new episode every Thursday morning and you don't want to miss it. Okay, my friends, embrace your superpower and wrap yourself in something that shows your confidence. I'll see you next time.